for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. What's going on, man? How much? How you been? Good. 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 Can't complain. Nice to meet you, Tom. Nice to meet you as well. How do you... I don't want to screw it up, so how do you pronounce your name? Mara Dilo. Okay. I actually wouldn't have been that far off, so I appreciate it. That's <laughs> cool. Uh, awesome. Uh, really appreciate you jumping on. Uh, how's... Uh, where, where are you at currently? Where are you based out of? Currently based out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Awesome. Awesome. We just had somebody from Philly on here... Uh, a little bit ago, a couple hours ago. Oh, really? What's their name? Uh, Jay Johnson. Jay Johnson. I might. I don't think I've heard that name before, but I'll look yeah. into it. Yeah. Um, awesome. So uh, for the people that are just getting to uh, meeting you for the first time and all that stuff, uh, what's kind of your background story? What uh, what got you into music? All that fun stuff. All right. So my name is Mauro Dilo. I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm a pop rock singer, guitarist, and songwriter. Uh, I started at the ripe young age of about six when I got into music. Mm -hmm. I started playing multiple instruments, picking up guitar, bass, drums, ukulele, mandolin, lap steel. But picking up all those instruments didn't really, I realized over time it did make me a better musician, but it made me realize, you know, where certain instruments have their place in a live band, you know, which eventually led to me playing in a kid's band growing up. And I really, you know, growing up, I really used music as a, as a, um, not only as a crutch, but a really good coping mechanism. You know, I was bullied a lot as a kid. And when I would come home, I would rush through my homework, didn't care if I got anything right, was never an academic. Mm. And then I would just come into the studio here um, at my property and I would just sit, come here to play guitar, do whatever, vegetate, just get better at this. Uh, Cause I always felt like I was gonna do something with music. I just never knew what to do with it. Um, but throughout the years of, of, you know, going to school and, and being an academic and, you know, middle school, high school, whatever, I just, I, I never really saw myself fitting into a career. Mm -hmm. Um, cause like I, I, at one point I was indecisive. I wanted to be a doctor, a teacher, a scientist, a lot of different things. And I found that in music, I was, uh, I was finding the most success and the most, you know, forward right. motion yeah. with yeah. it. And then before I graduated high school, I met a couple of music producers and I started working with them before I graduated. And then in 2018, when I did graduate, uh, I dove in headfirst into the industry. I didn't go to college um, as I found that, you know, it was it was either going to be one or the other. And coming from a, a pair of really creative and successfully or creative, successfully creative parents, uh, they both told me that if they didn't believe me, they told me to get a real job. You know what I mean? Um but no, I've just been over the past couple of years, really uh, ironing out my sound. And I, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm a prop rock singer, guitarist and songwriter. Um, I write all my own stuff, uh, a lot of co-writes usually with, with the producers that I work with. Um, but more recently, I'm definitely um, getting some more solely original stuff down and, and recorded with my producer. And, uh, and up to today, um, I just got back uh, this year. Um, I broke a lot of milestones. I got over 400,000 streams on Spotify alone with all of my singles I've released this year so far. Oh, wow. 
Um, I just got back from my first tour that happened in September. Yes. And I just got back from a music retreat with Modern Musician, um, basically on a mastermind trip where we get to go to Costa Rica and there's conferences and there's speakers and there's also, you know, recreational stuff to get to know each other. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, and then I have a, uh, a music conference that I'm getting ready for in, uh, in, uh, in, um, in January that oh, I'm really nice. excited for. So I'm keeping myself really busy. Awesome. Awesome. How was the, uh, how, I have to ask how was tour? The tour was good. Um, the only part about it that I, that I hated was the fact that, uh, you know, I like to save my voice a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't able to, I wasn't able to talk very much. Like I had to text yeah. everything, um, you know, to my roadie and to my, and to my crew members and everything, but otherwise, no, it was a great experience getting the gig back to back nights like that getting the real grind down with what that's mm. like and, and how it's done. And, you know, it's a lot of hard work, but it's, it's good. And it's honest work. And that's yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, how many uh, dates did you do on that tour? I did or initially we had um, like eight dates and mm. then it got shrunk down to six dates. Mm. Um, a few of them were back to back days. And then a few of them were spread out because um, a couple of them were showcases that I did. And then the rest were, other um gigs to kind of fill in the gaps just so like mm. you get the grind down of of all that you know back-to-back -back gigging and, and that process of of being constantly ready yeah for sure for sure uh was that your first like official tour yeah no, the first one right. um, I've, it, I've, what was that how does it feel to have that one under your belt have the first one under your belt you know what it feels really good it feels really good i i made a lot of good memories on that tour um and, and, and it feels good that even though um, I got hacked during the tour, it didn't stop me mm -hmm. from, from doing it. Actually, it was um, right before my second gig on the tour, like my mm -hmm. second night. Um, <clears throat> some suspicious guy came up to the, uh, to the venue that I was playing at. It was a brewery in, uh, mm -hmm. in Huntsville, Alabama. Mm -hmm. He was acting really seedy, and then he kind of disappeared. And then coincidentally, I got hacked a few minutes later after he left. Oh, wow. And um, <clears throat> my Facebook excuse me, Instagram and my WhatsApp got shut down all within a day. Uh, and then my PayPal got hacked and he was able to, to steal a bunch of money from me, oh, wow. which was, yeah. But thankfully we were able to prove it to the uh, bank that it was fraud. So we got the money back. Mm -hmm. But even though getting hacked on the tour um, definitely kept me from documenting everything happening in the moment during the tour from that second mm -hmm. gig forward, uh, it didn't stop me from getting the job done in, and doing what I was supposed to do. Like if anything, I saw it as a blessing in disguise is, oh, I don't really have to focus on posting so much since I literally can't post anywhere. I'll just focus yeah. on the playing and focus on what's really important. So, yeah. you know, that was kind of the silver lining of the situation. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so you also had, uh, let's talk about your most recent single that you released, uh, Willing Hands. Uh, Willing Hands. How long ago was that song put out? That was put out on November uh, 5th. Well, I was, okay, I was sorry. It's still pretty frequent. Um, yeah. What's kind of the story behind that song? So the story behind Willing Hands is kind of an interesting one. Uh, I first wrote that song when I was 18. I'm 21 now, almost 22. Uh, but I remember I was freshly 18. I just started working with these music producers from New York City, mm -hmm. uh, my first producers. And I was kind of looking back on my life as like, wow, like things are really starting to change for me. I'm, you know, now I'm working with, you know, a, a, you know, these music producers in New York. I'm about to graduate high school, kind of looking back on my life as what it was. And I kind of got this sort of silly inspiration for the first line of the song. 
I was thinking about how, when I was a kid, I was what, like what I was a fanatic of back then, as opposed to now. And I remember being really into trains when I was a kid, like Thomas, the train. Yeah. And, um, and I just kind of had a line one night. I was sitting with my guitar thinking about that stuff. And then I wrote, I'm a train that goes anywhere on a railroad that stretches through and through. And I thought, there's something in there, but I didn't really know what to do with it. Yeah. Right. Um, so I, I sit and I let it like vegetate for a while. I brought it to my producers at the time. Again, this is three, three and a half years ago. Yeah. And they said, you know, man, like it's a great song, but you don't have the pipes for it yet. You got to work like a lot harder to hit these notes and to own this song. And I listened to what they said and I didn't touch it for like three years. Um, and then this past March, I, I took another whack at it. And I was able to deliver the vocals on it and, and the way that it was performed and it was played. And I, you know, I changed the key, I changed the vibe, I changed a bunch of different things. Um, but, but now coming, you know, approaching the song from a different angle writing wise, uh, back then I'd never been in a relationship. I'd never been with mm -hmm. anyone before. And then, you know, in the past three years, I, I got to experience, you know, multiple relationships and, and seeing what, you know, love is really like. Yeah, and yeah. then I came back and I reapproached, when I reapproached the song, I rewrote the bridge and everything, um, the kind of, you know, to tie the story together. Mm -hmm. And I was able to also, because I'm coming at it from a different angle with the words now than I was before, yeah. um, the, the feeling and the, and the passion in the song was elevated because of, you know, what you've been through, because I feel that the greatest pain or pleasure bursts the greatest work. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, you know, I've been through a lot of pain and a lot of pleasure with over the past few years since writing the song. So I was able to deliver that passion much more heavily in the, in the, in the uh, studio recording. For sure. For sure. Um, so that that's your most recent, recent single. Are you, where are you kind of at creatively now? Are you working on the next single? Are you working on an album EP? Where are you kind of at? Cool. So at the moment, <clears throat> um, starting with the release of Tangled and Willing Hands, I'll be releasing, let's see, four more songs or five more songs over the course of the next few months uh, consecutively, like the first Friday of each month, and then <clears throat> putting them all into an album whenever they're finished. Yeah. Um, starting, with the, starting with Tangled and Willing Hands and then all the other songs I'll be releasing are all songs I've been working on with my most recent producer, David Ivory, mm -hmm. who uh, he's really just the man. Um, we started working together in the middle of COVID. Well, the, more like the beginning of COVID in June of 2020. And I was in a really dark place, you know, like COVID had happened. So my, my, uh, my career at the moment was put on hold, at least mm -hmm. for networking and performance wise. Right. So mm -hmm. all I could really do was write. And so I started writing a lot of music and then my grandmother passed away. Mm -hmm. And then my first ever girlfriend broke up with me. So I was in a really dark, dark place at the time. And working with him and the way that we work and that he doesn't see me as his student or sees me as someone he could take advantage of. This is someone who treats me as his equal in the studio. And when you have that type of chemistry, it really reminds you of what's important. So working with him really pulled me out of that darkness that I was in yeah. um, during the beginning of the pandemic. And I've been working with him ever since. Nice. That's really cool. Um, and so you got the so you guys are working on some a uh, series of new singles to release into an album and mm -hmm. uh so you think that'll wrap up about april right is that my math right on that one april or may april yeah. or may okay yeah gotcha cool i can't wait to hear all the those new singles and or all that new music and uh see you back out on the road and hopefully uh that one negative experience 
uh, getting hacked in Huntsville, Alabama won't uh, won't deter you from getting back out there. And because it's not always like that, obviously, I'm sure yeah. you you already know that. But um, thanks, man. Yeah. Sure. So um, let, let's kind of talk about the uh, main reason and push why we're here, um, mm-hmm. which is to help raise funds and awareness for uh, pancreatic cancer research. Have you had any family members or close relatives or close friends that have uh, dealt with uh, pancreatic cancer or uh, cancer in general, or do you have any stories? Um, just uh, not, not specifically pancreatic cancer, but, but some family members that have dealt with cancer and friends as well. Um, it's definitely not something that I'm a, that I'm a, a stranger to dealing with. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely not a fun, fun thing to deal with. And, um, uh-huh. especially like from the family members to the, just the person that's dealing with itself, just like watching them decline. It's like, yeah, there's no way this is easy or fun or, you know, how, how you imagine going when, when it is your time to go. Um, so, true. you know, like just, just to give everybody that's listening a couple of facts in 1999, when PanCan, the foundation that we're raising funds for started, the survival rate past five years for pancreatic cancer was 4%. So, uh, which is extremely, extremely low, but because of the research and everything that they've been able to do, they've been able to raise the survivability rate up to 10%, which wow. is still really low, but at least it's a step in the right direction, you know? So hopefully uh, anybody that's out there considering donating or is kind of on the fence, hopefully uh, you, you will consider and uh, we'd really appreciate that opportunity. And uh, I know you yourself have donated a couple of different times and I really appreciate you for doing that. So uh, I just wanted to take this opportunity to thank you for doing that. Absolutely. And, and actually my, my manager and I have made some donations and uh, her company MJH life sciences will match any donation. <clears throat> so they will be donating in um, an additional $200 for, okay. you know, for me and my mom. So. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Really, really appreciate that. And you know, it's, it, it does help go a long way. Like there, there was a point there are like i was getting emails telling me like what the different things that are like the different grants that are being worked on right now like the different uh not going into so much depth as to telling me like what they're trying to conquer or what what treatment they're working on but they're saying like hey this is dr so-and-so and this he's currently working on a way a better chemo treatment you know like whatever not going into too much detail but they're at least giving you a breakdown of like, Hey, this is where your money's going. So that was really cool. Um, but yeah, I really appreciate you and everything that you helped us with over the last six months to a year. I know we've never had you on the podcast and, uh, um, we've never had you on the podcast prior, but, uh, you were, uh, always been so supportive. So I really appreciate you for that. And, uh, want to thank you in person. So absolutely Tom. at least virtually in person yeah, yeah. so um but yeah so obviously you got the uh, new singles coming out uh over the course of the next five to six months uh what what's the uh what's the show gig what are the gigs schedule looking like or is that not something that you're overly concerned about at this point 
Uh, at the moment, I just have a couple things lined up. Um, it's I wouldn't call them tours necessarily, but uh, they're just gigs that I've that I've, that I've planned like several months in advance. I have one in Cleveland, Ohio, on mm-hmm. uh, December twelfth, and then I have a possible gig um, sometime between January eleventh and thirteenth in Vegas. Oh, nice. Um, but it's but you know at the moment it's it was nice to get the tour down mm-hmm. and kind of like you know in, in place. But it's also now it's good to it's good to come back and do some behind the scenes stuff like yeah. you know making music videos. Um, thank you so much. Um, yeah, making music videos. Excuse me. Um, getting back in the studio, um, connecting with my personal life again. Just yeah. just doing that sort of stuff. Really, um, definitely, it's a good balance. It's a good back and forth. Um, but no, I, I, I've been playing the, playing the songs out there live, um, before they're even released. Cause it's right. like, you know, why, why hide anything as long as it's copywritten, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And how's the, uh, how's the uh, music video, uh, creation been going for you? You know, it's been going good. I have a really good team with me. Um, <clears throat> my, uh, my parents are very supportive. Um, they, they help with a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad is a, is a terrific um, videographer and photographer. Nice. So I have, I have great hands there. And then my mother is also in creative advertising. So she's really good with storyboarding and, and, you know, co-directing everything and, and having it go together. So it's a really nice coercive team that I'm working with, mm-hmm. uh, people who know what they're doing. And, and also, you know, like we're, we're all, you know, we all have a creative mind. So whenever we go behind, you know, making the music video, like it, you know, the lighting, the scenery, the, the wardrobe, the, just the story of what the music video is telling is all something that we, we collaborate on. And I find that when you find a really good, you know, happy balance there, uh, you can, you can really make it work. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so one of the things that we've been doing on the uh, stream all, all weekend so far is we've been given every musician that comes on a spin at our random question generator. Oh, okay. All right. So if you're <laughs> ready, I have your uh, question right here in front of me. All right. Let her rip. What's the best movie you've seen released in the last year? In the last year? Huh. In the last year? Um... Oh, it's, it was, it was, um, what was it? Oh, I'm trying to think of the name of it. Um, I can't think of it. It was a, um, it was, it was a, it was a, uh, it was a comic adaptation into a movie. Um, Shang Chai. Okay. That's it. Okay. Shang Chai. I thought that was really, really good. I went to go see that with a friend. Um, when she convinced me into going, I, I'm not really one for, uh, for, you know, like DC or Marvel or anything like that, yeah. but, you know, detaching the movie from it being a DC or Marvel thing, which is not something I'm usually into. Yeah. It was yeah. a really good movie with a really good story. Yeah. Um, and great, great special effects. Like I'm also not usually an action person either, but mm. it was, it was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, for sure. I haven't had a chance to see it yet, but it is on my to-do list of, of movies that I have to see. Especially when I go on, since I'm going to be on a six week break, I'm going to have a lot more time on my hands. So there you go. Nice. Sounds like something that I'm going to be able to pull off and do. Um, But once again, I did want to thank you for so much for jumping on here and chatting with us a little bit. Hopefully we'll get you on the podcast later on uh, down the road and uh, talk a little bit more in depth about everything you got going on. Um, But before we leave, if people want to check out 
your music and anything else you got going on, where's the uh, best place for them to do that? Place The best place for that to be would be marodelo.com. That's mm-hmm. M-A-R-O-D-E-L-O.com. I also have another link, um, solo.to slash marodelo. Uh, that link will take you to not only my website, but everything else that's going on, like latest releases, music videos, interviews, um, live performances, all that kind of stuff. Gotcha. Awesome. Awesome. Well, once again, thank you so much for jumping on and chatting with us for a little bit and I uh, look forward to chatting with you in the future. Uh, thank you to everybody for tuning in. And don't forget, if you're interested in donating, please do so. The uh, links are in the uh, description below. But once again, thank you all. And we'll be back here in a little bit with another musician. All right. Thank you. Absolutely, Tom. No, it's been, it's been a pleasure. Let's, um, let's set up another time for me to get on the podcast. I'd love to join you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just shoot me a message or shoot me an email and uh, we'll, we'll get that scheduled up for you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tom. I appreciate it, man. Yep. You have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Yep. Bye. All right, y'all. We will be back in a little bit with another musician.